Good morning. It is Wednesday, September 13th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begin. I hope you've been enjoying the Commuter Devotional and our trek through the book of Esther. Each day, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we wake up, we dive into God's Word, and we look to God to help us get our day started. Where else can we go to put water in our leaky buckets except God's Word? If you've been enjoying the Commuter Devotional, please tell some friends about it. Let them know that this is a good resource to help them form a habit of daily time engaging God in His Word. Well, let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray, and then we'll dive right into it. This is Esther chapter 5, verse 9. And Haman went out that day joyful and glad of heart. But when Haman saw Mordecai in the king's gate, that he neither rose nor trembled before him, he was filled with wrath against Mordecai. Let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, as we are now halfway through our week, we ask for your help today. Lord, this is a... The hump day, as a lot of people call it, the day when the weekend is as far away as it was when we just got out of it. Father, we ask for your help and your uh, energy and your strength today. Lord, as we look at this passage, help us to see ourselves in your word. Help us to see you more clearly. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Well, I think up to this point, this is the shortest passage that we've looked at, at in the book of Esther since the very first verse. We're only looking at one verse today because it was so striking. Did you notice what happened in our verse? It says, And Haman went out that day joyful and glad of heart. But when Haman saw Mordecai in the king's gate, that he neither rose nor trembled before him, he was filled with wrath against Mordecai. Haman had just been invited to this very exclusive feast with the king Ahasuerus and Esther. And surely it was a good time. Haman enjoyed himself. He went out from the feast knowing that he had another invitation for a great meal tomorrow and he was joyful and glad of heart. He had just been served. Esther was a servant to Haman. But when he sees Mordecai sitting at the king's gate, surely this would have been an awkward face-to-face for Mordecai. Mordecai didn't rise for him. He didn't tremble before him Again, a reference to honor. This changed Haman's heart in a split second. Instead of joy and being glad of heart, he was filled with wrath. My friends, I want to take a second to look at this verse because this is something that comes up all the time in our lives, even as believers. Of course, the source of our joy and gladness doesn't come from a good meal or being served. The source of our joy comes from the Lord. But how often do we chase littler joys, smaller joys, lesser joys, joys that satisfy ourselves? And when we are around people who are not worshiping the same idol that we are, in the same way that we do, do we not respond oftentimes like Haman does here? As some of you know, my degree from seminary is in counseling, and In counseling, one of the things that I'm often trying to trace down in people's lives and help them to find are the idols that they're worshiping and pursuing outside of God, and then help them see that a lot of times their responses of anger or fighting or bitterness can come when someone close to them isn't worshiping their idol the way they want them to. This often comes up in marriage counseling where a husband wants something. 
He has been worshipping himself on the whole ride home from work, knowing that he deserves to be served. He deserves recognition for his work, hard day of work. And when he gets home, and the kids don't give him that recognition and respect, and dinner's not ready and his wife hasn't prepared, it can lead to an explosion. My friends, do we see this in our lives today? Sometimes when we see scripture, it's so easy to point to the bad guy, who of course in this story is Haman. But my friends, scripture is a mirror that we hold up before our own lives, where we look to see if we can see ourselves. Scripture exposes our own sin in our hearts. Are we exposed today by the example of Haman here in Esther chapter 5? And Wednesdays, we'd like to pray using a psalm as sort of our guide through a prayer. This is a good way to keep our, our prayers from being monotonous and boring and tired and the same old thing every time we pray it. Let's pray from a famous psalm today, Psalm 23. Let me pray for us. Father in heaven, as we go today into our day, we are reminded that our hearts do wander. Our hearts do chase after other idols and gods. Father, we are so guilty of this. Even as the power of sin does not reign in our lives, the presence of sin still does. But you are our shepherd who gathers us up, who leads us back in ways of righteousness. You are the shepherd that calms us, takes our hearts that wander and bring them to a place of rest in your green grass. You are the one who restores our soul when other gods do not. Father, forgive us that we are so prone to wander. And Lord, today as we go this Wednesday, we want you to be the center of our lives. We want to keep our eyes on our shepherd. For your name's sake, Father, keep us today. Comfort us when all around us is just chaos and craziness. In the midst of our enemies, you are preparing a feast for us and bid us to sit down. We drink our cup up from the table because our cup overflows with your goodness, Father. So Lord, as we go this Wednesday, halfway through hump day, Lord, we ask that you continue to shepherd us. You're so faithful to do this work that we are wandering off by every little thing that catches our eye. Today, Father, we want to keep our eyes on you. Won't you help us to do that? We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you on Friday.